Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? I just took a swig from a hot coffee there before I said that. Mm. Probably not the right thing to do in the uh, inferno heat wave that we're about to endure. For, for me, it's, it's, it's ice lattes all the way today, mate. <laughs> well, for bet it's down there. Uh, uh, I just looked at our, our weather forecast. It's only going to be 30 here at the day. Nah, 30 degrees, that's manageable, freezing, isn't mate. it? Yeah. And then it goes up to 35 tomorrow, which might be a bit, tr- a bit tricky, but... Um, I imagine is everything just glowing orange down there? Oh no! I mean, at the moment, well, it's like it's not quite sort of. It's only about I don't know. Maybe it's thirty at the moment. Maybe less. I think it's getting hot by eleven o'clock. Well, actually, yeah, eleven o'clock. It's supposed to be thirty-one. Basically, my daughter's got day off school. I might have actually like given a day off anyway. The school haven't. You said you were going to. I think yeah. Yeah, the school haven't, but they have because. There's like, you know, they have, uh, I don't know, if, uh, you know, like houses, like like mm-hmm. in Harry yeah. Potter, right? Yeah. And her house, like, won the year for most points. So they mm-hmm. all get a fucking day off school. What? Yeah. Amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Fucking hell. Well, that's what she's telling that's... me. Anyway, it sounds far-fetched because it's a very strict school about attendance. They're fucking obsessed with attendance, yeah. right? And so I'm quite surprised. So it might just be bollocks. But anyway, she's got a day off. and um, But her and her mates want to go and hang out at a, at a park, a particularly exposed park, I might add. Oh, God. A park that oh, I know well from my youth. And, it, you know, I know it. She doesn't believe me because obviously they think you don't know anything. Do you know what of I mean? Of course not. No, you're a fucking like, idiot, yeah. Like, and I'm like, I was going to that park when I was fucking six years old. Believe me, I know the shelter situation in every fucking local park in West London. And the one you've chosen, trust me, is the worst for shade anywhere in the region. And she's right. just look, she's just looking at me like I'm just a fucking idiot. Do you know what I mean? There and isn't I'm like, even, there isn't even a network of bushes for you to hide in. No, there isn't. Around in. There isn't. And I've gone, listen, right, I'm going to leave this up to you. You're getting old now. I believe, I don't, you know, I believe in you making your own decisions and your own mistakes. And she's like, fine, I'm going then. Like, conversation over, stop talking to me, you weird old man, yeah. right? Yeah. So I'm like, this morning I went, uh, have you looked at the news? Again, she looked at me like I was some sort of cunt for asking such a daft yeah. question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I wake up and look at the fucking newspapers in the morning, right? <laughs> Because it's fucking Victorian times, you soppy <laughs> bastard. Of course, I haven't looked at the fucking news. And I, so then I went, uh, um, If there's any news, I need to know it'll be on TikTok. No, that's what I said. I said, is there anything about... That's exactly what I said. I said, is there anything about the weather on TikTok? And she went, no. And I went, nothing at all. She said, no. I said, there was a Cobra meeting at the weekend about the heat wave. She's like, yeah, and it was it was so important that Boris Johnson didn't go. Oh yeah, of course he didn't go. But to be fair, he didn't turn up to the COVID ones, did he? Do you well, remember? Exactly, that's what I mean. Right. So <laughs> she obviously then I opened a minefield. It was like what's a pub car park all over again. She's like a oh, Cobra God. meeting, and I thought, what have I done by even bringing up Cobra? So then I had to explain that, and again she looked at me like I was just making it up. 
like a fantasist would, right? Mm. And I said, look, please just look at like look at a news website, look at the BBC website, just look what I they're heard saying. You. Yeah. Just look what they're saying and make your own mind up. And like the utter contempt on her face in response to that was Jesus astonishing. Christ. So she's going to go out to an unshaded part, probably in the middle of a, the day. Because again, if I started ch- trying to explain to her how the sun was in different positions during the day, she'd again she'd mm. say something like, "Dad, it's not the nineties anymore, right?" The sun doesn't yeah. move like that anymore. It doesn't do like that. They've, they've sorted all that out. <laughs> yeah. It's a, yeah. It's not the Britpop era, mate. It. It's not the Britpop era when every band was singing about the sunshine, right? It's like, what, it's, what it's all moved do? on. We could, what you could do, you couldn't get your sundial out tell me what time <laughs> it is. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's like. It's like. So they're definitely going to go out at a fucking daft time of day. Oh, Jesus. Because also, they've got day off, so they're all fucking lazy, right? So they'll spend... I'm whispering because I'm shitting myself. She hears this. She's upstairs. Of course, yeah. Right? They'll all fucking roll out of bed at some, like, ungodly hour, and then they'll just start assembling at the unshaded park. And mm. then, well, yeah, maybe, maybe some of them will die. Maybe she'll die, but... I'll have a clear consciousness. Do you know what I mean? No, that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll say that in the speech. <laughs> You'll see it like the inquest. Yeah. Uh, my conscience. <laughs> Can I just say something? <laughs> you will have your time to speak, Mr. Delaney. And well, I'd rather get out of the way now. I would just like to say right from the get-go, my <laughs> conscience is completely clear. I'd rather get it out of the way, first of all, before all the finger-pointing yeah. and the blame game starts. And as it happens... I've got to be somewhere, so I might not be able to hang around till the end. <laughs> no, I've got a podcast to I've do. I've got an appointment. We do five appointment episodes again. a week. No, when we got subscribers, we've got obligations. No Patreon. <clears throat> also, I've got an appointment to get the get the software updated on my sleep mask. <laughs> well, you can imagine, Your Honour. The fuck you don't have to call me Your Honour. Well, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a judge. <laughs> John. Listen, whatever your name is, you can imagine sleep at the moment in this seat is almost impossible. Mask or no mask, so... The reason we're here. <laughs> Join the dots. Oh, anyway, God. I'm off. Uh, uh, yeah, so so that's what's going on here. But I tell you, another bad thing that happened over the weekend. All right. Two gigs cancelled. Two gigs cancelled. Oh, can I guess what one of them is? Yeah, go on. Is it Tears for Fears? Yeah, or as it's known in my house, Tears for Edward. Because did I tell you about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> we put it. We put the tickets like ages and ages ago, beginning of the year, and it went in the shared family diary on the computer, All right? right? Yeah. And it must have been a typo or predictive texting, but it it went in as Tears for Edward instead of <laughs> tears, for Edward. tears Tears for Fears, and so oh, obviously. God. I know what it is. My wife knows what it is. But the kids who have access to the diary keep going, yeah, what's Tears for Edward that you're doing in July? <laughs> Sounds really creepy and sinister, doesn't it, Tears for Edward? Yeah. But we haven't changed it. So now we'll always refer to Tears for Fears as Tears for Edward. I like that. So you presumably you know about this. I, I, saw, I mean, I saw them at Newcastle Arena a couple of weeks ago. Oh, fucking 11 hell. years ago, I think it was. Yeah. And, uh, well, this isn't going to help you, but they were brilliant. Oh, you can. They were really good. Yeah, and so um, what happened but, to Kurt's fucking well, tailbone Kurt or whatever it is? Kurt, he's injured a rib. Right. Um, Somehow. He's always it, in the I gym. Was, I wonder whether he was straining himself too hard in the gym. I think he's done that thing that... Um, 
Prince allegedly did, which Tried is to suck he's, he's, he's sucked himself off. Mm. Was tried to suck you himself have to off, remove a rib in order to do it. So yeah, maybe Prince, he tried to self-remove a rib. Yeah, Prince removed the rib mm. famously on each side. I think. Yeah, um, he had to. So he could suck himself off. He had to. But then but, again, but, I don't understand why he had to because a man like Prince wouldn't have been soft. So, um, wouldn't have been short on uh, blowjob offers. Yeah, um, sucking offers. Yeah, but the th- that's the thing though. Prince was a, 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 a kinky little fucker, yeah, he's wasn't a pervert, he? Yeah. So he wanted to do it himself. He wanted to, he he wanted got to suck more himself of off. a kick out of sucking himself yeah. off. Because he's so all, he did that. He gets getting sucked <laughs> off by someone else is just easy. It's too easy. Yeah, it's boring. not perverse yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. Five five a night. It's like yeah, he's like, like, Yeah, I could have Sheila Easton sucking me off right now if I wanted, but I don't. I want to suck. I want Prince to suck me off. That's right, me, <laughs> Prince. <laughs> <laughs> It's everyone's dream to get sucked off by Prince and I'm the only one that's going to make it come true. I'm no exception. <laughs> like everyone else in the world. A, I'm an ordinary man. Yeah. Like <laughs> everyone man else in the, the world, I have dreamt of, of being sucked off by Prince and now I intend to make it a reality. <laughs> and it's well, a, yeah. it's a funny thing as well. I will be the first person to be sucked off by Prince because I have never sucked anyone off in my life, which surprises <laughs> a lot of people, what with um, me being a famous colossal pervert. But it's just one of my rules. I yeah, swore I, I would never suck off someone on. else until I'd sucked off myself first. And that was always going to be the only person I would ever suck off would be myself. Prince. Because that's the kind of fucking weirdo that I am. Uh, next question. <laughs> so he uh, allegedly had a... It, it, because he didn't have his fucking ribs removed, so no. he took himself off. It's, it's and we, and we, as far as we know, Kurt from Tears for Edward hasn't either. Although he hasn't might have done, done that either. We just suggested that he might be a bit bored on tour, and that might yeah. be the kind of thing he might want to do. And he called up Roland um, on the inter inter room phone, where you just dial the number yeah, of the room you want to speak to. He's Tears for Fears. <laughs> Kurt to Roland. Kurt to Roland. What are you Come doing, in, Roland? Nah, I'm just I'm just watching fucking Project Runway, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, I've finished all of them, so I'm I'm fucking bored. I've seen I've seen them all now. I've seen fucking Westworld. I've seen fucking Stranger Things twice through. I've run out of shit to watch. So what I'm thinking I've seen, is, I've seen all all the Real Housewives, yeah, all of them, all of them. So I'm thinking maybe I should try sucking myself off. <laughs> Ever tried it? Yeah, I did, but it's impossible without removing a rib. Fuck it, I'll remove Prince a rib it. then. Apparently, Prince, I met Prince once and he told me he did it. But whether he was on the wind-up or not, I don't know. It was a brief meeting backstage somewhere. <laughs> nice one, Roland. Over and out. Over and out. I will keep keep me posted. Over. <laughs> yeah, so that fucking cancelled, which I'm gutted about, because I was going down to see them in Hove making yeah. the weekend of it although I think we're going to go anyway and then um, yes yeah, so I'm going to have a weekend in Brighton now because we were going with our mates and then um, but even worse mate guess who else cancelled don't know Basil Brush oh fuck off yes what because of the heat fuck knows there was no explanation I just got an email going dear Basil Brush dear cancelled. ticket purchaser Basil Brush has cancelled <laughs> Do you want a refund or would you like to attend one of these other child-appropriate shows? One of the other child-appropriate shows at this local fucking arts place, right, was (laughs) a dramatisation of... um, I'm actually tempted to go 
It's a dramatisation <laughs> of Bob Dylan, the early years. <laughs> and it's child appropriate. Child appropriate, can you imagine? But I'm sort of, I've got a macabre fascination. I'm fucking thinking I might fucking go. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really a Dylan, Bob Dylan fan. I, I'm not really, I don't really know much Bob Dylan stuff. I suppose it's sort of thing you've got to explore at some point in your life. And why not to go to yeah. an, Am, an Amdram production of it at the local... Uh, I say Amdram, I think it might be professional. It just seems strange. It's a very small venue, but, you know, maybe I'll fucking go. I've, got, I've spent the money on the Basil Brush tickets now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you might as well. You don't want a refund. That's not as good. You want something else, for you, some other bang for your book. But you'd say child appropriate. I imagine it's a child theatrical group that's doing the life of Bob Dylan. <laughs> that would be great, wouldn't it? A child playing the young <laughs> eight, Bob Dylan. Eight-year-olds doing yeah. the life of Bob Dylan. The early years. And then the basement, fucking up the medicine. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um, yeah, I'd be tempted to do that. So what's the problem with Brush then? Do you think it's because of the heat wave? Because he can't, he, he's not allowed to take his fucking, um, his cape off. Um, yeah, it could be that. But the, yeah, it could be, I don't know. I mean, someone, I'm, I'm a bit worried that maybe they didn't sell enough because someone did, so when I went in to buy tickets, I got it from like, I, I walked in rather than buy them online. I walked into the venue the other day and I said, mm. I need some tickets for Basil Brosh. And they went, oh, and they all acted a bit surprised and they rummaged around a bit and made a few like calls. And then someone oh, came gosh. out from the office out back and she seemed like, this, like the gaffer and she sold them to me personally. And I thought, Ooh. what, they're really making a big fucking song and dance about these Basil Brush tickets. They were really like, oh, mm. Basil Brush tickets, yes, of course, step through, please be our guest. So then I thought, well, maybe they were like struggling selling them. I fucking, <laughs> some nutters walked in and bought three. Yeah, it's one for me, one for my kid, <laughs> and one for my mum. <laughs> Front row, it's a please. generational day out. Front row, please, because I'm hoping he'll get me involved in some sense during the show. I'm quite extroverted, you see. I'm well up for that. <laughs> I've worked with Mr. Blobby. Here, I'll show you the clip. It's on YouTube if you want. Ah, yeah, you can pass this on to Mr. Brush if you get the chance. Then he'll know to look out for me. Uh, and actually, when we finish watching that, would you like to see me um, singing with Alexander O'Neill? <laughs> no? Okay, fair enough. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. One of the listeners te- uh, emailed us to warn me. Um, I can't remember who it was, right. so sorry if I haven't... Um, Sorry if I don't give you a shout out here, but it was a pretty miserable email anyway because it was the the gist, <laughs> the gist was yeah heard you were going to see heard you were going to see Basil Brush with your kid. Well, little word of warning: I went to see him with my kid, and it was fucking rubbish. All the jokes were completely inappropriate for a kid, and they didn't know what the fuck it was going on about. And the thing is, I the email. Yeah, go on. What's it say? It's from Dan. And he says, uh, I recently took my daughter, three years old, to see Basil Brush and his handler while on a Just for Tots week at Butlins. Just for Unfortunately, Tots. Unfortunately, the Tots weren't too impressed. Basil's witty puns and topical jokes about Partygate were going over the heads <laughs> of the under fives. <laughs> Can you imagine Basil Brush right just, I'll do a few for the fucking dads because they'll be bored shitless. I'll probably want some bollocks about Partygate, I imagine. Um, it says my daughter kept asking if the fox was naughty and I had to explain yes but in a funny way but she fell asleep halfway through regardless it was a tough crowd and I think all the kids would enjoy it more I hope Sam's experience is better than ours uh, all the best Dan 40 and 1 6th years old thanks so Dan that, that cheered me right up this is before it got cancelled I loved getting an email going yeah heard you bought tickets for a thing I saw it and it was shit. shit. Anyway, TTFN, Dan. Anyway, you might enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's literally the point of that email. Oh, yeah, I heard you were doing that. Well, I did it and it was shit. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it more than I did. See ya. Thanks for that. Really, that was a good use of your time and ours. Anyway, we're not going now anyway, Dan. So I'll be seeing... Oh, Dan, let me know if you've ever seen Bob Dylan the early years and whether you thought whether they thought that was shit as well. Did you take your three-year-old to see that? <laughs> yeah, I took the three-year-old to see uh, Bob Dylan in the early years. It was absolute shit. She didn't know what the fuck was happening. And I don't even like his music. Still, maybe you'll like it. All the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks, Dan. <laughs> Might not have gone down as well as you'd hoped. But, uh, well, I've already got my Airbnb for Tears for it's Edward irrelevant Books now. down in Hove. So I've got a weekend in Brighton. I think it'd be for Basil Brush. Nah, because it's near. But mind you, it was so exciting that I might have done it just as I like booked an Airbnb, but in my own area, just for fun. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to go to Hove? Yeah, okay. I'll see what that... Brighton, of course, is a cultural melting pot, so there might be something else I can is. see down there. Like there's going to be summit on. There's bound to be some geezers gathering in the woods to bang drums and do some primal screen therapy. Yeah, well, that sort, sort of shit's thing, yeah. always going on down there. Yeah, there'll be some home, homemade um, jewellery made out of little bits of wood. Yeah, I'll go and see. Stuff like I'll that. Go and do, I'll go and engage in something like that. I'm all... So I'm all I love that sort of thing. Get yourself a dreadlock wig or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's going on. Yeah. You know, once... Um, Rod, Rod, Ron McDonald, the osteopath, <laughs> yeah. 
who is a man... The diminutive Rod McDonnell. Di- yeah, rump, a.k.a. the Rumpelstiltskin of the osteopathy world. <laughs> it, who is a man with literally... And I think even he'd admit this. He is the most zero banter man in Britain. Like, literally, right. no banter whatsoever, right? Um... He's known for it. He, he, you know, he'd say, "Yeah, I, I don't, I haven't, I don't do banter. It's not really in my wheelhouse." Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll use that as a, a piece of um, something to be proud of. Yeah, probably. yeah. He'll go, "I'm a serious man. I don't reduce myself to that level." Yeah, but he did once do a banter, and this will indicate why mm. he's never done it again. Is that his daughter went on holiday to Jamaica, and mm. she brought him back one of those Rasta hats that has fake. Coming out of it, and one Sunday we were around there having lunch, and he just came from upstairs wearing this fucking Rasta hat. He didn't say anything, but he had a huge grin on his face. And I took one look at him, and all I said, he was waiting for a response, and I just went, "Take that off, that's racist." (laughs) And he did, and then it was never spoken of again. And that was the end of it. Yeah. It was almost like it didn't happen. Because he is fucking racist. Mm. <laughs> Look, I've got hair like someone from Jamaica. It's That's funny. Jimmy, uh, I think Jimmy Graves did it in 1992 once. <laughs> and ITV said to him, take that off, yeah. it's racist. Greasy, you know we love you, but no. <laughs> we got to draw the line. Greasy, we love you, you to bits. Line there, Greasy. We love you to bits. And even when you had that rant at the Weathermen, we still stood by you then, didn't we? But, oh, yeah. but no, should we uh, do a history no box? Greavesy's rant at the wef- at the weathermen one time. We could put it on the list. Yeah, things to do. Yeah, maybe. Possibly just storms. Have we ever done? I feel like we've done a, a deep dive into the storms of '87. No, I don't. We really have. We might have talked about them, but I don't think we did. We yeah. definitely talked about them because Rene from Aloha yeah. got a bit of wood we, through his we, head. We talk about Rene's injuries a huge yeah. amount. Absolutely <laughs> huge amount. Probably more than anything else. I mean, someone did a, a, a word cloud of the whole, however many years we've been doing this. I think Rene Storm head injury would be the biggest words. <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. I went, I went, I went to an out, outdoor gig. I went to a festival on Friday night. Oh, yeah. In Sunderland, uh, the Cubics Festival. And I went primarily because Happy Mondays were going to be on. Oh, yeah. But, uh, of course, sadly, Paul Ryder from the Mondays passed away on Friday. Mm. So they're cancelled, uh, as you'd expect. Um, so I've got to see the Undertones, yeah, who don't have Fergal Sharkey anymore. They've got a new fella, and have done for about 30, 30 years, maybe. They were good. Um, the Lightning Seeds, great songs, a little bit lacking in stage charisma, but mm. you know, solid, mm. solid hour. And uh, UB40 featuring Ali Campbell. Because, of course, there's two UB40s mm. now. So this is the one with Ali Campbell, but not the rest this of them. Is- this is the one, it was Ali Campbell and Astro until recently when Astro also passed away. Oh, no. So, um, so it's UB40 featuring Ali Campbell now. It's, it's Ali Campbell and some session musicians, yeah, basically. Yeah, but I mean... And it was never ever seen a more phoned-in performance... Really? ...in my entire oh, life. Oh, no. He, he came on, he's got like a tracksuit on, and he's chewing gum all the way through his oh, his no. set. Oh, Ali! He, he 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 very little communication with the audience at all. So he's I actually pissed off about being there. 
I, I don't know what, I don't know what his attitude is there to you be go honest. did he end the last one go, there you go that's your lot PDF invoice attached it was kind of like that yeah. he, might, he might have looked out among the crowd and it was a very sparsely attended festival it was perfect for me yeah, the yeah, queues for the bar were non-existent and it cut down the on the potential for gig cunts gig cunts there was no gig cunts around there's plenty of room for you to, to manoeuvre around yeah. and avoid gig cunts if there were any but Ali Campbell just and he, he did he knocked out some of the hits he knocked out a couple of songs from his new album which yeah. nobody wanted to hear yeah. but then halfway through he kind of went off and his MC there was like it was like you know there's a, when there's going to be an encore but it wasn't an encore mm. he went off and the crowd just sort of stood around for a bit and then his MC came back on stage and um, bigged up the drummer and introduced the drummer. So the drummer then came back on and did some drum stuff, like drum solos and that. Fuck And then hell. that that reactivated the set and then Ali Campbell came back on and fucking wind his way through a few more that songs. That feels a bit... Yeah, that's, that feels... It was, it was grim. That, that it was makes really me grim. feel as if there was some lifestyle problems. I don't know. I wouldn't want to speculate. No, um, no. I just think... I mean, Ali Campbell's probably been through a lot of phew, tribulations during the legal you know, problems yeah. he's had with the, the, the other eight ninths of UB40, whatever it was that he was bickering with. Yeah. It's like Gary Kemp and Tony Hadley. Yeah. You know, they've worn each other out with through the law courts. Boy, you was, know what Rock on says? It's funny the way that Gary Kemp brings it up quite a lot. Yeah, he just slides it in now and again, doesn't he? Yeah, but yeah. I quite like the way he does it, because it doesn't sound too bitter. He keeps joking about the fact that yeah. him and Tony Hadley are constantly in court with each other, which I think is quite I'm a sure funny way of talking about it. I'm, I'm sure he does, because Gary wrote all the songs and therefore got all the royalties. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was that. That was um, that was Friday night. Um, and I, it was on on Saturday as well, but fuck that. I was far too knackered from walking there and back. So uh, that's about it from me. Anything else you want to mention before we succumb to the heat? Uh, I'm pretty sure there was something. Oh, Hardest Bands update. Um, yeah. For those who aren't IFS Turbo and aren't following it, I can let you know who the final four are. Okay. Let me just... Uh... So the final four is... Mm-hmm. Sorry. I know the suspense is killing you. Okay, uh, in the first semi-final, we have the Dubliners versus Simple Minds. Oof. And the in, Dubliners have stormed through this, haven't the they? The Dubliners have absolutely smacked. They've had a hard run as well. It's not one of those ones mm. where they've had an easy run to the semis. They've, like, smashed out some top... Not like Gareth Southgate, England, Mate, for they, example. In the first, they were, they, in their, even in their group, they were in the same group as Shawadi Wadi, Elvis, yeah. and um, Banana Armour, so... Fuck me. Yeah. Um, and the other semi-final is Slade versus Thin Lizzy. Oof. So we've Oof. got two bands from Ireland. Are Thin Lizzy from <clears throat> Dublin? Or are they from Belfast? Yeah. Dublin, I think. Dublin. So, the, God, so basically the, Kel- sure the are, Celts yeah. are doing very well because you got Thin Lizzy and the Dubliners and Simple Minds. And Simple Minds. And there's there. only one English band left in it. Which is Slade, which people... Well, yeah, they, of course. They, I mean, they smashed past ZZ Top in the quarters, which, you know, hmm. I was... Z, I'm disappointed that Shawadi Wadi haven't made it further, to be honest. I thought Shawadi Wadi would have gone further. They got to the quarters. 
They got to the quarters, yeah. but they were beaten by Slade. People really fancy Slade in this tournament. Slade mm. topped a group that also had Spandau in it. Mm. So I mean, Slade, yeah. Noddy Holder, yeah. But then you look at Dave Hill. Dave Hill's a weak link in any fight, surely. <laughs> well, I don't know. Sometimes he's, I don't think Dave Hill's Sometimes hard. these people can surprise you, mate. <clears throat> I suppose I'll tell you small. one thing, right? Me and Len... Oh, I do have a shout-out, actually, before we go. Me and Len went to Reading versus West Ham, which was a friendly on Saturday um, right. at the Majetsky Stadium. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, friendly... So I haven't been to a friendly in years because you, you get burnt. You do it when you're desperate for football over the summer. You think, fuck it, I'll go to a friendly. And you forget just how awful they are to watch. Like, the, yeah. the quality of football is, like, so poor. But... It was good because we sat, you could sit wherever you wanted, and we sat right in the front row, which Len was amazed by because you're right up close and you get to see, um, you get to see these teams, you get to see them training, like, you can hear them chatting to you, you know, Antonio and Declan Rice shooting at the keeper. So all that stuff is wonderful. Um, James, a guy called James on Instagram is turns out he's a top flight time machine listener james d christmas his right. name is but he is also the dj at slash announcer geezer at the majetsky stadium wow so me and lena sat there and suddenly um i think it's our house by madness comes on right yeah and len's like oh they're playing our house and i was like oh that's great you know because like uh he's such a big madness fan he was like this day just gets get better and better I'm watching these <laughs> lads warm up, and now they're playing my favorite, famous favorite band. Then straight after that song, "That's Living All Right" comes on. Oh. So I said, "Bloody hell, and this is weird." Now they're playing "That's Living All Right," so we had a laugh about that and sang along. And then afterwards, I get a message from James D. Christmas, and I forgot that a long time ago he said, "If you're going to this game, I'll play you and Len a song." And I've never got back to him, and he played them anyway. So I was felt I was absolutely delighted to think that we were sat there waiting for the game to start and having a playlist personally um, tailored to our tastes yeah. played in the stadium. Yeah. So thank you for that. It was, a, it was a great feeling. I felt really privileged, Andy. I think I can almost kind of top that in terms of um, listener experience. Yeah, go on. And I might just say this and then we'll just leave it okay. and not discuss it. If you want to discuss it, you can. I've got nothing to add. My daughter was in a nightclub in Sunderland on Saturday night and a young man came up to her about 18, 19 years of age and he, he said that uh, he told her that he thought her dad's podcasts are really, really brilliant. Yeah. This just happened to her now and again. Words got round about yeah, the, you know, your, her, her dad, dad. The podcast. I think it's mainly for mince, not for this one. Okay, yeah, but you know, fair sorry enough. Yeah, I don't mind. That's fair enough. Yeah. He says, uh, your dad's podcasts are really brilliant and and I think he's really fit. What? Yeah. Uh, he probably said, I think Yiz really fit to your daughter. Yiz is a uh, term that they use in the Northeast, meaning you. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. So I'll just leave that there because I haven't this fully is processed amazing that yet. news. Yeah, I need to process it. We may discuss it on a future episode, but that's yeah. remarkable. Okay, well, thanks, uh, James we D. Christmas, and thank you, anonymous nightclub teenager, as well. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Goodbye.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.